This is a download from MFR. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll look back at a cracking SPL contest between Dundee United and Cali Thistle for each in the end. And we'll look ahead to this weekend's game with Dundee as well as look back at 2012. And alongside me in the studio in Inverness, as always, three Cali Thistle diehards, Don Johnston, Andy Johnston and Davey Balfour. Uh, Davey, I'll start with you. As always, I like to start with you, I don't know why. Um, you're at my left-hand side and it's just the way I always go. Uh, Davey, we'll touch on, first of all, that uh, incredible afternoon at uh, Tanadice on Saturday. 4-4, it ended up 3-0 down inside eight minutes. I was kind of looking at the, the history books to find out, you know, Cali Thistle's heaviest defeat, that type of thing. Did you think likewise? You were looking at the history books. I was looking for the exit. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, could have been about seven each by, by the end of that, that game. It just just seemed to me that, that each side took spells of deciding that they weren't going to defend anymore. Uh Graham Shinney, <laughs> I don't know what he did for the second goal. Um, I wonder if he'll get that one pretty quick, and I suspect he will forget it pretty quickly. Um, Dundee United's defence didn't cover themselves in glory, especially uh, Billy McKay's second goal. Um, how somebody the the, the, the kind of size of Willow Flood that looks like an elf can knock over Ross Draper is beyond me, but he managed it. Um, that was an amazing game. Uh, it's uh, it was certainly I, I sat that night in the, in a grand place called the Occidental Bar in Broughty Ferry with a bunch of Arabs, and uh, everybody agreed that it was utterly bizarre. We'd only really ever seen games like it on 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 public parks on a Sunday, but it was great, fantastic. As Davey alluded to there, it's it's something that uh, you see on on the Sunday afternoon. Um, or you know the welfare league where you're seeing goals, action, excitement. You're never quite sure which way it was going to swing. Um, you know, I think Terry alluded to it in his, his interviews. You know, he thought he'd lost it, thought we'd won it, and then you know we end up with a draw. Uh, I, I just uh, I, I was worried after about eight minutes. I think everybody was, but uh, we just thought if, if you sort of looked at them, they just seemed to be shell shocked. I think that first goal shell shocked them. The second one definitely did, and I think that's why uh, Scatchell got that, that, that third goal where they seemed to cut the defence apart. And for a few minutes after that, I think they, were, they weren't quite sure what they were doing. You could see Gary Warren uh, at the back trying to gather them, you know, galvanise them. And as the game then wore on, they came more and more into it, and then this you could almost see the belief coming. So, but a fabulous game, a great game to be there. Don, 3 0 down inside eight minutes, as as we've already talked about, I was kind of beginning to, to fear the worst um, and already look ahead to an entertaining post match interview. But uh, things turned on its head, uh, and I suppose that this Cali, Cali Thistle side, if I can say it right, have a really steely determination. I've heard a few people say that uh, they were very confident that they would get back into the game even at 3 0 down. Um, I think. Confident is maybe just taking it a wee bit too far, but certainly, um, you know, if that had been last year, if this had been 12 months ago, 
and we'd gone three three nothing down in eight minutes, um, I would have you know I would have been uh, definitely looking for the exit. But this team this year, there was just something you always thought you know if they can get back into it, if they can get an, you know I was thinking if they can get a goal before half time, you know, and that'll settle them into the game, get a goal before half time, you know they've come back from two nothing, two two nothings, you know, in Edinburgh. Um, so far this season, you know, so I was thinking, well, if they can cut it to two, get into half time with two goal difference, then you know maybe they can pull off a pull off something by the end of the game, another draw, another amazing draw. Um, as it's happened, we pulled two back before half time, and then when they pulled two back, and you're thinking, right, okay, um, and they were looking the better team, you know, they they came right back into the game, they were looking the better team. Um, and the the Cali Thistle fans were at that point started chanting, you know, we're going to win four three. Um, Terry looking rather bemused at them, um, you know. But so and yeah, I think that's the difference with this team this year, is that you know the fans were chanting that and the fans believed that you know the fans were they weren't chanting that just to be funny or to try and make light of a of a bad situation. You know they 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 were you know they believed that, that we have a team that were capable of coming back and the team did come back. You know, four three up, and then you know uh, uh, a penalty that should never have been at the end. Um, you know, to to make it a draw, but you know it's very hard to come away from that disappointed with the draw. And I think, to be honest, had we had we walked away four three, that would have been robbery of the season, um, especially after being three nothing down. It's one of these games that you really had to sit there and think, wait a minute, is this actually going on here? Um, have I kind of have a walking up yet that kind of kind of question um yeah uh, foolish superlatives but i don't as don said i mean you're sitting there at four th- four three thinking we're actually going to win this game and it is going to be robbery of of epic proportions um will i get out of dundee alive that that kind of question so yeah, four four was uh, I think a fair reflection of play at the end, but it was never a penalty. Absolutely never a penalty. I don't I don't know where the the, the ref got that one from. Uh, John Daly, um, one of the more skilled centre forwards I've I've, I've ever seen, um, really did go right through the back of Richie Foran. Um, and it's hard to get your arms out of the way when you're being propelled to the ground by a, a large Irish guy. Andy, one of the the big pluses again on um, Saturday was the the performance of Billy McKay, and I say plus. There's also a negative attached to that as well because more and more clubs now are starting to uh, pick up on Billy McKay, and I uh, believe there's a, a bit of interest from down south. But Terry has maintained he's not for sale. That's great to hear, um, but unfortunately, in the you know the world we live in, there's always a price, uh, and, and if the price is right. Uh, you know, I, I I could imagine I could see Billy uh, going away. Um, you know, the, the, these players have got one chance. They start to shine and their value increases. Um, he's having a fabulous season, and it's it's always going to be, uh, you know, something that's going to happen to Cali. We we just don't have the the finances. Um, we've brought a lot of players on that have gone away. Some with more success than others, but. Uh, if we can hold on to him for at least this season, uh, I would be absolutely delighted. Um, it, it's it's great to see. It's uh, he, he didn't have a great season last year. Uh, he only he only scored two, three, three goals. Three goals, it, goals as last Jack year. Said on on MFRT Super Scoreboard on 
on Saturday. He scored more goals in, on Saturday than he did the whole of last season. Yeah, and and that's what it's that, that's the footballer's life, isn't it? Um, you take the highs and the lows, and when the highs come along, well, you've got to, I suppose, profit from them. Um, but uh, if he goes, well, you know, he's 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 done great things for Cali Thistle. He's put them put us on the map again. Yeah. We kind of waned for a little while. We're back on the map. We're the best, highest scorers in the league. Um, you know, people should be fearing us just now, um, and and it's great to watch. It's great to turn up and and, and see see uh, games of football like that. Don, we spoke about Billy Mackay on last week's show, and you did say that uh, um, Terry Butcher might have been mad to hand him a, a two-year deal. Um, interesting that Terry touched on that. I don't know if he, was, he listened to the podcast, but he mentioned that to us uh, when we went in to see him last Friday. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, but Cali Thistle do have the the luxury of having Billy McKay tied down on that long-term deal. So he is around for a, uh, a period of 18 months minimum. They will get a fee if they decide to move him on. Yeah, um, you know, and I think Andy's right. If the, if the price is right, then, you know, you know, clubs have to. And, you know, and we're not a club with great finances, so if somebody came in and, and offered us a, a sizable fee, then, you know, we have to look at it. But you also have to look at, how big is that fee going to have to be? Because, you know, what's the, the league positions are worth seventy five, eighty thousand pound a place or, or or thereabouts. Um, cap runs the value of cap runs. Um, you know, and we're sitting we're sitting third in the league. We've got a a, a league cup semi final. We're still in the Scottish cup. Um, so, do you know if you sit and you put all that down you, and and you kind of try and put a monetary value against it. If somebody was wanting to tempt them away in January, I think they would have to be round about the million pound mark, you know, um, for the next eighteen months. That that is what Billy Mackay would be worth to us, you know, over the next eighteen months if we were to continue doing what we're doing. And so, yeah, I mean, and there's not a lot of clubs have got a million pound to be throwing about. Um, certainly not up here anyway. Um, and you know, with a lot of lot of finances. Uh, been cut even south of the border despite big TV deals and, and stuff like that then you know um, yeah I think actually it would be really good if somebody came in right at the start of the transfer window and said you know well here's a £500,000 offer and the club just went no thank you and then just mm-hmm. put it to bed you know and then and move on I think that's probably the best we can ask for because otherwise we're going to get we're going to get rumours I mean there's the Leicester rumour at 300k and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that I don't think the club are going to entertain something like that at all I don't think they're going to entertain an offer like that I think it would need a, it would have to be around about the million pound mark before the club even start to entertain it even even given how big that would be you know that's a third of just under a third of our turnover yeah you know if Leicester do um, submit a bid for £300,000 and the club turn it down Davy suddenly it turns into a bidding war I mean ultimately you don't want to lose Billy Mackay but you could end up with a, a pricely sum you know if Don's talking about a million pounds a million pound to Cali Thistle right now you know, it's a big, a big amount of money. I suspect Kenny Cameron would be the happiest man on the planet if somebody offered us a million pounds for, for, for Billy Mackay. But with it, they get it. I don't know if that's liable to happen just yet. Mm-hmm. I think to get that kind of offer, Billy Mackay needs to sustain what he's doing to the end of the season. He's had half a season, a great half a season, but it's only half a season. And I think people will, will, will be aware of that. To be honest with you, I think we need to keep Billy McKay. We we need him for Europe. We'd we'd never beat Bayern Munich without him. <laughs> you know, we definitely need to keep him. 
Yep, he's a valuable asset, and I know of a few clubs, uh, one club in the area, who are crying out for a, a Billy Mackay at the moment. Andy, let's look ahead to this weekend's game now, a Dundee double. It's Dundee, bottom of the table, Dark Blues on Saturday. Um, a really kind of good couple of games for Cali Thistle over the festive period. You know, I know that Terry Butcher will treat them very seriously. I mean, Dundee on the day are capable of pulling something off. They've been to Tynecast on one this season. Um, are you wary of the Dark Blues, or do you, do you think that Cali Thistle should be very confident in, in handling them on Saturday? Well, our last meeting um, at Dens, we won 4 1. But prior to us actually scoring those the, the, the late late goals, Dundee actually had a number of chances, particularly in the second half. They had a gilt-edged chance um, that they put uh, past, which could have drawn level. There wasn't much between the teams, although at 4-1 it, it looked a lot. It was certainly a turning point for our season, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to go away there and, and record that. It was the Friday night, wasn't it? The first Friday night, this great Friday night feeling that we had. Um but it, it was close then, and Dundee do have some. There's some good good players there. Nicky Riley, in, in particular, is, is 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 shining just now. And I thought they were really unlucky against Dundee uh, United. Uh, again, Dundee United um, uh, uh, own goals, um, lucky goals. Uh, but uh, I thought Dundee were unlucky in that in that game, not to register register or, or get a result. Rather, um, I think it's important that. that we're we're sitting at either ends of the table, and we shouldn't take these games lightly. These these players are fighting for their SPL status. They're fighting to bring themselves back up, and 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 it's like any footballer, any sports person. You want to perform, um, and any opportunity, and they've 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 always done played quite well against us in the past. And you know we we shouldn't underestimate what's coming. I know we've got two games, Dundee, and then Saint Mirren, and then in, you know Ross County. There's no travelling involved. Uh, sometimes I wonder if we bond really well the team uh, travelling away and that's why we all seem to have a re- play really well away uh, and maybe we should be doing something go away for a you know up to Wick and then travel back down in the morning with the team um, but uh, you know the, the, on paper we should be beating them but paper can be ripped up quite quickly um, you know it's they're tough games Yep I think that uh, Don knowing Terry and, and the rest of the players as well they will want to win on Saturday just as any game you know it's just another game uh, for Cali Thistle regardless of, of who they're playing at the moment ultimately Dundee are bottom of the table they'll be fighting uh, for their life again on Saturday but for Cali Thistle a chance to register another three points uh, definitely another uh, you know it's um, Dundee are not bottom of the league for, for no reason at all Um and you know they're not they're not taking their chances. I mean they had a, a chance there at the weekend um, against Ross County, um, and by all accounts, I mean I've only seen highlights. You can't really you know judge a whole game, but from seeing what the Ross County fans are saying, that they, they should have been buried in that game by by Dundee, and Dundee haven't done that. Ross County have have got the equaliser, um, you know. So yeah, I think you know confident but not complacent, you know. Um, you know they should be going into these games believing they can win these games, but but not you know not thinking it's going to be a stroll. You know, um, yeah. You know, I say you know we beat them four one down there Friday night. Um, as Andrew's saying, Friday nights have been good to us. You know, floodlights have been good to us. Um, so you know we're getting into the depths of winter, so we'll get floodlights in the afternoon now. So um, so it's all good. You know, so yeah. I, you know, it's it's we've got to be confident. You know, we have we have to be confident. You know, but 
we we shouldn't take anybody lightly um, in the in the league, especially this season because it's still tight. You know, we're sitting third, but it's still tight. There's only you know six or seven points you know separating you know five or six teams there. So um, yeah, we've got it'd be good to get the three points. Because you know these games where you're playing the, the the lower league teams, that that's and that's the games you expect to take the three points in. Um, you know we can go away and we can take points off like Cecil and stuff. But if you don't do it against these teams, yeah. then th- th- that counts for nothing. You know these these other ones. Um, so yeah, the guys will be going out there. They'll be wanting to win, and they'll be wanting. I mean, the home crowd are starting to pick up. They're starting to to realise what's going on. So last two games, atmosphere has been great. So you know. The crowd will be wanting to build on that. The team will be wanting to build on that. So they'll, they'll be out to, to want to show them that, you know, they can do it at home as well as away. The home form has really picked up as well for me compared to previous seasons. Celtic and Motherwell, you know, have won uh, at the Caledonian Stadium. But apart from that, you know, it's a very difficult venue to, to go to these days. And, and I think the, the perfect example was last time out at home to Hibs. A fairly comfortable win over a very decent side in the SPL. Uh, it was uh, it was a really comfortable win. Um, we've done that before against Hibs. We've mm-hmm. had comfortable wins against them. That's not too bad. I would, again, as Don says, I mean, I'd expect to be picking up points against uh, a team with a, a 40-odd-year-old ex-Bricklayer in goal. Um, never mind that he played for Scotland. Um, their back line didn't look great against us, to be, to be honest, when we won down there. Um, but they kept it close for a for for a good while. Um, they have the ability to, I think, thwart quite a lot of people's ambitions this year, um, if they choose to park a bus uh, across their eighteen-yard line, and they might do that. Um, we, however, look as if we'll break that down at any point in time we want to this year. So it might be a a, a kind of irresistible force, a movable object kind of match on on, on Saturday. It won't be easy, whatever happens. Um, but I would, uh, I would want us to win that one, yeah, definitely. And then, you know, with the club doing the two for one offer, where, you know, shameless plug here, by the way. People Go for are, it. People are getting tickets here, but that that you'll get. Uh, free admission to the St Mirren game if you if you go to the Dundee game and you really should uh, you should take advantage of that it's great fun um, and we'd like to hear more of you singing about bridges and castles at Dundee uh, Tom to Cali Thistle on Saturday we'll hear you know, live updates on MFR 2 Super Scoreboard live then uh, then Wednesday we're live as well from St Mirren at home you can hear updates from that one before live commentary a week on Saturday of St Johnston versus Cali Thistle and then on the 2nd of January live commentary of Ross County versus Cali Thistle the fourth instalment of the Highland Derby series but well this being our last show of uh, 2012 I thought we'd look back at what's been a a mixed uh, year um, the start of, of 2012 wasn't great for Cali Thistle but well, as we all know it uh, certainly has ended or it's coming to an end in style. Davey, I'll start by coming to you. Um, let's talk about you, your favourite player, game and goal of 2012. I think I, um, last year was kind of the end of an era for, for a lot of reasons. Um, and was a season by the, by the time it finished that we couldn't get away from quick enough. Um, really glad that, that things have turned out the way they have this year because... Over the summer, I think there were a ton of people who who kind of didn't believe that Terry Butcher could pull this off. Well, I'll tell you what, it's time to stand up and say, hey, he has pulled it off, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, 
you know, it, it doesn't matter how many times you want to try and spell vindicated. That's that's what he feels. He must do, um, and I think that's great. Favorite goal: Owen Tudor Jones's forty-yard screamer um, that he hit with a full of a sledgehammer. Um, great goal! I oh, loved that. That, that. that that was particularly good fun. Um, favorite moments. Um, I think my favourite moment of the season so far has been, uh, and I'm really sad I wasn't there to see it, was Terry giving out wow on on Saturday. <laughs> brilliant. Just just brilliant. Yeah, one of those moments. I think I said on Twitter that you know the Aberdeen post-match press conference takes some beating, but the, the wow moment, you know, almost almost gets there. Did you see, or sorry, did you see a favourite player? Oh, favourite player? Um, no, I didn't say a favourite player. Oh, favourite player this year. Tony Aguero. He's been great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See that save from Gary Warren on Saturday? Yep. He had no right to get that at all. That was in the back of the net. And yeah, at that point in time, another own goal. I'm not sure what I would have done to us. Um, we'd certainly had a few people turn their hair out. Uh, I think he's been magic since he came in. Um, and I always, always liked Ryan Essen. It was a great keeper. Uh, to have two keepers of that standard vying for a place creates a problem. Um, but I think he's great, magic guy as well. Yep, good shouting when you you think he only come into the side at the end of September. Yeah, he really has been uh, magical, as you say, for the yep. for the last couple of months. Don, um, a favourite uh, player, game, and goal of 2012 for you. Yeah, um, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna forget last season. So I'm gonna forget the first half of this year because it really was. Um, just rip it up, as Andy said, it was on paper. Just rip it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and, and Terry, Terry, did, you know, just like Terry did with the Motherwell game. You know, we'll just we'll just rip it up and we'll just leave it there and we'll, and we'll move on. So this year, yeah, um, oh, picking a favourite player that that's that's gonna be rough. You know, on whoever you don't choose because. There's been lots of guys this season have come in, and you know we've got David Raven who's come in at the start of the season, and you know wasn't a fan's favourite. You know he was seen as a bit of a of a weak link, and now gets <laughs> rave reviews. Um, you know so he's improved greatly. You've got you've got Meekings and Warren in there again in the back line. You know who've just you know who look like you know they've been playing for for us for for ten years. You know. Um, you know, and Billy Mackay. You know how can how can you know he he picks himself. I think as as mm-hmm. as uh, best player of the season so far. Um, you know, so oh, if I got to pick anyway, I'm gonna have to uh, Tatter Jones. I'm gonna go with Tatter Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he he had a shaky start to the season. You know, but he's the kind of player I liked. We talked about him on the previous. You know, our favorite player of all time and. Tudor Jones fits in that mould for me. He he, you know, he looks like a guy who should never have been a footballer. You know, he should have been a basketball player or or whatever. But he just gets out there and he's so effective and he gets a job done. And him and Ross uh, Draper just doing great things in the middle of the park. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna go for Tudor Jones. He's he's a, he's the guy. He's I'm always watching to see what he's doing and, um, you know, see whereabouts in the park he is. So yeah, so I'll go with Tudor Jones for my favourite player. Um. Favorite game, again, you know, where do you start? You know, we the beat, one all game with Kamarnik in March, no. 
No, no. let's not go there. Um, I said I was forgetting the first half of this year. You know, I mean... <laughs> Sorry, that was one of my favourites. Yeah, like you know, on goal from Roman Golabart. Then he, you know, for sheer for the sheer excitement, you can you can't beat last Saturday. You know, and the four four against Dundee United. You know, but I mean, we beat both halves of the old firm this year. So, um, I, I'll go Rangers. I'll go for the Rangers game. The, the, you know, because we just took them apart. You know, that was just an absolute joy to watch that game. You know, because um, see what you like about Rangers. You know, they're in the third division and whatnot, but. You know they've got a strong squad of players. They've got a strong team. They put a strong team out against us, uh, and we we made them look like a Sunday league team. We just took them apart. So that would be my favourite game um, this year. And favourite goal? Oh, I've got a whole list of them down here. Um, eh, do do do. We'll, we'll skip. Just Aaron Doran's goal against Ross County. The volley. She just stuck right in beside the post. Mm-hmm. Um, in that game against them so I think that would probably be my favourite goal so far this season Andy I'll end with you favourite well favourite player Um, he scored on Saturday and it wasn't Billy Um, I thought that goal that uh, Gary Warren scored um, was outstanding the header Uh, it was a powerful placed header Um, he stayed up for the the corner it got knocked out Um, He's been putting his body in the way. Um, he's been galvanising the back since he you know, since he arrived. Um, and he's he's a standout player at the back, as as Davey said. It's it's like he's been here for years. Um, and you know, where where do you start with a team? Well, you don't concede goals. Um, that's that's a starter. And then you score and you win games. Um, so certainly, certainly, uh, Gary. Um, Game, I think there's several games. Eh, we, we, we've had this uh, ability to to come back from from being knocked down. Uh, we've done it, la- or you know, the end of last season. I remember Johnny Hayes scoring a fabulous goal against Hibs. We had a big comeback. Um, the uh, uh, Connor Pepper, <laughs> for, for sheer excitement, um, that's the standout goal for me. Is Connor Pepper's last kick of the ball against uh, Hearts at Tynecastle. We're down to ten men. We're two 0 down. We were written off, uh, and to come back, and it was actually a really well worked goal. Uh, Graham Shinney, brilliant piece of skill. Um, you know, there was three or four of the players involved in it, and and they almost did it two minutes previous to that. Um, but uh, that for excitement was was the the best goal. But my my goal uh, this season was Richie Forens against uh, Dundee United. Uh, Two or three touches from the players, Andy Shinney putting it out, and he curled a fabulous uh, shot into the top left corner. Uh, gave the keeper absolutely no chance. Um, so for me, that's that's my standout goal. Did you say a game? Sorry, a uh, game. Oh, <laughs> where I, I really do struggle. Um, I suppose Hearts game, uh, Ian. It, it was the comeback. It was we were <laughs> two two was yeah. It was two two yeah. Um, it was we were we were down and out. Richie got sent off just before half time. Uh, we were we were buried. Uh, really tough uh, um, uh, stadium to 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 come back from, and they did, and they worked their way back, worked their way back, and I think that was the turning point for our season. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do. That got us this belief that 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 we 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 could turn games around. Um, so I two two against Hearts. Connor's Pepper, Connor Pepper's <laughs> equaliser. I'll never forget that because that was the moment that myself and Mike Noble 
just lost it and we just we, we screamed down at a microphone that afternoon what a, a great game that was I'll go with uh, Rod Striper I think he's been sensational since coming in and uh, just for those big crunching tackles uh, in the midfield game wise I'm going to go for a historic game the, the first SPL Highland Derby which as we all know was won, won, won by Cali Thistle and goal again just because of, of Mike Noble's uh, reaction was uh, Gary Warren's header on, on Saturday just incredible for you know for myself and Mike doing the, the radio commentary at the same time just a, a piece of uh, radio that I'll, I'll never ever forget and uh, great header it was three corners in quick succession and you could see there was something happening and then you know Gary Warren popped up for his second goal on in Tayside um, just before we go we've looked back at 2012 Davy um, just briefly what are you expecting from 2013 I'm not expecting anything uh, I'm still of the mindset that if we finish above the relegation places then I'm a happy man um, what I'd like is <laughs> something far far better than that I'd love, I, I, you know, I, I'd love to go on a European joint with Cali. So I would, I would go anywhere. I really would. I don't care if it, if it's a one pony town in Albania or Kazakhstan or or any or Moldova or any of these. I'm going. You know, without a doubt. If my wife's listening to this, I'm away. I'm taking that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the savings. I'm Oski. So uh, Davy, what? So I would, So that means where we are now. Let's finish where we are now. It's a good shout and very sensible answer as well because Terry's very keen to stress on let's not carry the way briefly. Uh, what are your hopes and ambitions for 2013? I'd just like to see us continue what we're doing, you know. Um, for years, you know, I've always been a great believer and you can only ask the, the players that you put out there to give 100%. Um, and if they do that, you can't fault them, you know. So, And our players are out there, they're giving 100% and some, you know. So... I just want to see them keep on doing that. You know, I want to keep keep this attitude that they've had this season, where, you know, as as Terry keeps saying, they don't know how to be beaten. They don't know what it is, you know, to 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 impossible. You know, you know, he he quoted Muhammad Ali there. Um, <laughs> you know, impossible uh, is not a fact. It's just an opinion. You know, you know, one of Terry's quotes there. So, yeah, I think you know, just keep on doing what they're doing, and they will get their just rewards. Um, now, yeah, you know, same as Davy. Um, avoid relegation. I'll be, I'll be happy. You know, um, if we get the top six, I'll be delighted. Um, if we get a top three, I'll, I'll be bouncing. You know, um, I'll be over the moon. Um, and, you know, a final in one of the caps. That would, that'd be really nice. Andy, of course, that league cup semi final is looming at the end of of January against Hearts. Um, Lots of exciting things to look ahead to in 2013. And if we go back a year, we know we might have been having a, a different conversation. <laughs> we would have been having a different conversation a year ago. Um, and isn't that great that what we're talking about is what to look forward to? Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just, you know, talking about a dogfight at the bottom of the, the table, you know, how many points do we need to survive to get over that line just to so we've got SPL football next year? We've got a semi-final in Edinburgh. Um, hearts hold no fears for us. Um, we've got a le- you know we've got the winter layoff just before it. So you know if we pick a few injuries up over this period, then hopefully there's a chance that they'll they'll recover. And what I'd like to see is a full team go out there. You know, no injuries, no missing people. 
So, and that's just what I'd like to, you know, that I'd like to see for the rest of the season. Last year we were blighted with injuries. We never had a full team out. I think Terry was saying he had 13, 14 different changes of the back line. You can't. That. It was about 20, 20, yeah. 20, 20 Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, but you know, consistency is everything. You put the same team out. We used to say a few years ago that the, 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 the you know the press used to say you could name Cali's team. Mm-hmm. You could name before they even came out. You could put put the names down on the paper, and we're getting like that again. And let's not forget, we've got some pretty good players sitting in the back line as well. You know, should they need need to come on? But next season, uh, more of the same. Um, cup semi final. We're still in the cup. Still, the treble still on. <laughs> when, still on. When, still on. When, 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 when in Christmas have we ever been able to say that <laughs> the treble's still on? Um, but uh, yeah, just more of the same. I think you've you've just got to enjoy it. Um, you know, football's all about ups and downs. We're on and up just now, and let's just enjoy it. Um, and we'll take our downs when they come, because they will come. They, they do with every club. But uh, as long as we can keep this 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 going uh, for the rest of the season, it will be fantastic. 2013 then shaping up to be a real classic for Kelly Thistle uh, that's it from us we'll hear from us again uh, in 2013 we'll review the Highland Derby with Ross County on the 3rd of January but to play us out here's a review of how 2012 went for Kelly Thistle Shane Sutherland has hit it beats Marion Kello and trickles over the goal line Kelly Thistle have the lead Hayes tries a shot at goal and then Ross taps it into the back post and Cali Thistle are back on level terms. 20 minutes left. Nick Ross was in at the back post to convert from two yards out. He couldn't miss. Roman Golobart on knocks the ball he's on net. Roman Golobart with an outrageous on goal. Kamarnik knocked the ball into the Cali Thistle 18-yard box and Roman Golobart tried to clear with the overhead kick. And he's thumped the ball past Ryan Essen. Kilmarnock take the lead on the half hour. He's ball in from Kerker. In comes Rangers once more. It's Andrew Little and beats Ryan Essen from the edge of the area. And Rangers make it 3 0. Roman Golobart heads it on. And into the back of the net it goes. Roman Golobart with his third own goal of the season. And Aberdeen have the lead inside 60 seconds of the second half. We want to give our fans something to cheer about. You know, they've, they've been, you know, they, they come here in the thousands and they come along every week. And you know, for too many times this year, we've let them down by not getting the results that we deserve. You know, it's been the most bizarre, bizarre season. So we can finish that. You know, this season consign it to history, the rubbish bin of history. Well, I'm looking forward to it very much. We've got a good bunch of boys here that have worked very hard together and play some good football as well. Um, and they just want to get out there and win and, um, and do well for the club. There's a lot of hungry players here, the players that um, you know, we've had to bring in because of uh, other players leaving for one reason or another. Um, but we're delighted with what we have brought in and, and who we've brought in and the makeup of, of their characters and the makeup of the character of the squad. So I'm, I'm delighted. And Nick Ross from six yards out taps the ball in. There's the equaliser. And the super sub, Nick Ross, finds a leveller. Mackay, Shinny, check for Cali Thistle. Rooty Pepper! Yes! yes! Oh! Cali Thistle! Oh! It's 2-2! Cali Thistle rescue a point late on. A 
ball. Nice turn by Meekings. Meekings plays it into the box. It's in. No. Cleared. Yes. In. It's in. Richie Foran. Well, the equaliser. It looked as if it was Gary Warren with the initial chance. Came back out. And there was Richie Foran. Cracked it in. High into the Hibs goal. With just 10 minutes left. Hibernian 2. Cali Thistle 2. Graham Shinney will take the corner over on the far side. Sent in towards the six-yard box. Up goes Draper. And it's into the back of the net. Ross Draper with the opener in the first ever SPL Highland Derby. It's Cali Thistle 1. Ross County 0. Here's Doran midway through the Celtic half. Doran gets away from Mulgrew. He's got Roberts to his right. It's away from Mulgrew. It squares the ball for Billy Mackay in a back post. And it's knocked in. And Billy Mackay has Cali Thistle in front of Celtic Park. Goes Josh Meekins. Richie Foran! Yes! A big yes! It's 3-3 in the Highland Derby. Incredible stuff. It's the Cali Thistle skipper, Richie Foran, who fires in the leveller. Mackay finds Shinny into the penalty box goes Andrew Shinny can he get his shot away he goes back to Billy Mackay yes from Billy Mackay with the right foot away to Mark Brown's left hand side Shinny once more delivers Gary Warren's here on his own Gary Warren no Gary Warren unbelievable what it for Gary Thistle Gary Warren with an excellent header and off the post, and Cali Thistle from 3-0 down are 4-3 up. They're just they're a great bunch of lads. I've said this all the time. And they keep they keep on what do I say? They keep on raising the bar, they keep on raising the standards, they keep on doing things that you think, wow, that's just incredible. Wow, that's incredible. I think this season is just a big wow. The Cali Thistle fan zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again at mfr.co.uk slash Cali Thistle. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.